apologies to Corey, although there's nobody I enjoy teasing and writing more than uh, than Corey Lindsley. It's a lot of fun. Keep it fun. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I'm your host, that's Diddy NFL on Twitter. And of course, follow the group at UK Packers. And can you believe we're here? It's Double Quick Snacks. Oh, it feels so good. You doing it? Are you doing it? I can hear you doing Sometimes I like to do it to myself so if anyone doesn't know about that intro in the words of Winston Moss I can't help you it's quick snaps so it's the quick uh, pre-game sort of warm the pre-season primer if you will so let's talk Texans now can we look into too much into this pre-season yeah uh, should we no are people going to do it to Jordan Love I, absolutely uh, yeah of course they are you know if he doesn't start throwing bombs, and then people are going to say, oh, look, I told you, he's a bust. And if he plays well, well then people are going to say, uh, well, yeah, well, I think they should bench Rodgers for the season, which is just crazy talk. However, however, I would say is, yes, it's important for Jordan Love. He hasn't played in 18 months, which is bonkers. We did hear players come out and say that he was nervous when it came to OTAs. Just imagine how many bricks. He'll be sitting on a brick wall. His O-line will be bricks because he'll be crap on bricks when he comes out here uh, because there's an awful lot riding in this. He knows the pressure. Uh, this whole thing plays out like a, like a real soap opera stuff, doesn't it? You know, he's drafted. He wasn't supposed to be drafted. They wanted a wide receiver. And now here he is. He finds himself and there's an impasse and, oh, you know, it's great. It's great. It's really good apart from that it's real people's lives and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But look, 18 months... So, you know, is it important that he drops bombs? No. Would it be nice to see some accuracy? Yeah. Um, you know, if he comes out looking like Nate Peterman, I mean, that's a problem. You know, Nate Peterman, who famously threw seven interceptions when he only passed the ball six times. You know, there's something like that, something like that for the Buffalo Bills. Didn't he get signed to the Raiders or something then? Didn't John Gruden, of course, um, trust him? Trust him's really the wrong word. I don't know. He liked him. He liked him. So, Jordan Love, yeah, I mean, we're going to want to see pretty spirals. Uh, we're going to want to see him going through his progressions. We're going to want to see good footwork. Um, we don't want to see deer and headlight stuff, although there'll be a lot of deer and headlight stuff. Because this, this is what I will say about preseason, right? And if, you know, these are the truths do find self-evident. Preseason is more geared towards a defense. Because what our teams do, and you'll find an awful lot of defensive starters out there. Now, some boys for the Packers are not going to play. Don't get me wrong. Um, but an awful lot of teams, they, they want to blood the defense because what they've been starved of and, you know, training camp just doesn't cut it because you can't really put a guy on his back. You'll find an awful lot of defensive rookies out there absolutely trying to rip people's heads off um, and try and make a name for themselves. And also, it's it's only now you can sort of work on the fundamentals. The lads are in pads. They can't really put their teammates down. If they do, there's handbags at 20 paces. So you'll find that there's an awful lot of defensive starters that play. So... <laughs> It's kind of unfair for the likes of Jordan Love and Co to come up against defensive players who all they want to do is rip someone's face off. So that's what this is going to be. It's going to be, you know, a better standard of defense and a defense that is just trying to hit somebody. So how much can we look into Jordan Love's play and the wide receiver's play? Not a lot. But unfortunately, uh, 
Um, there's a lot of people on the on the bubble now. I would imagine, uh, and from watching Hard Knocks and using common sense, you would imagine that it's not going to be a case where, you know, everybody's job is up for grabs and whoever plays well in the preseason. I, I think what it is, it, and, and again, there's different markers here. I want to get that sort of, I, I know I drum on this stuff every single preseason, but there's different markers that we can't see. So the plays might be vanilla, but he might be trying out some little nuance um, in the playbook, if you will. But look, there's a, there are players that I think are legitimately on the bubble here. You know, Devin Funches after his just wild comments or comment, I should say, uh, that he apologized for. Um, I don't know the, the background to it. I see an awful lot of people going, out, oh, he didn't mean it like that. And then other people are like, oh, of course you meant it like that. No one like what's with the conjecture, you know? You'd like to think the best. But, you know, him, even for that comment alone, I mean, he's under the spotlight. You know, you have people saying, oh, my God, are they really going to keep him after that? Um, so, again, he's one of these players in the bubble because we don't know how many wide receivers are going to keep. Um, and then the running back thing is really intriguing because, again, there's sort of an inside joke going around. But Kylan Hill, uh, there's been an awful lot of stuff touted, I see, in the athletics. Someone asked, like, oh, is he, is he like Alvin Kamara, do you reckon? <laughs> I was going like, well, uh, maybe hold on for like one second. So that's an important thing to look at is, you know, because apparently he's going to be rolling the ball back. They're splitting it between him and Amari Rogers, the wide receiver, rookie, rookie wide receiver, um, to come out and, and split punt return, kick returns. So again, he's someone that sort of people are very high on. There's an awful lot of players you look at sometimes and you just go, you know, they've got the X factor. You know, it's kind of like when you see these stat sheets from motorbikes and people are like, oh, well, on paper, it's those 31 horsepower and it's not a lot and blah, blah, You know, you kind of need to write them uh, to see what they're what they're all about, you know, the fun factor here. And that's sometimes what it is. You know, it's the same with Premier League. If you play Premier League fantasy football um, for the English Premier League um, for American listeners. So, you know, sometimes you can watch a game and it's, a you know, Swansea or whoever. And you look up and you go, God, he's lively, isn't he? But he doesn't score goals, he doesn't get assists, but he's still a fantastic player. And that's kind of the way preseason, you know, you can watch these games and take those, you know, maybe reading too much into it, but you can take some of those. Because let's let's look at it, right? So you have the offensive line, they're going to be trying out an awful lot of guys on there because it's a place where that gets decimated with injuries and you can't blood guys enough on the O-line. The Packers have been historically very good at finding people for the O-line. And it's an awful lot of change, you know, because like with the Packers, we end up, don't we, with like the best, fourth, fifth and sixth best O-linemen in the league. And then they just bugger off because they are they get to, they price themselves out basically, which is something that we might see with the likes of MVS because apparently his hands have have been even better in preseason. So the O-line is, is going to be a good one to watch just to see how they can hold up. Because again, it's more of a marker to the offense, how they can do and hold up against a more aggressive uh, starter-style defense um, because an awful lot of these players are fighting for spots and an awful lot of these rookies think that, you know, making a play and not blowing coverage is the be-all and end-all. Um, so you're really coming up against guys with high motors and are trying to prove themselves too, you know? Um, because, again, you might have a lesser caliber, let's say, because the starters aren't playing. You know, these are super athletes and they're going up against the guys that are going for their job as well. It's real cutthroat stuff. Um, so that'll be interesting to see whatever we see at inside linebacker to me is going to be interesting the fundamentals though too you know because I think where the Packers have fell, fell down year on year um, on special teams for one um, and on defense it's just the fundamental stuff just wrapping up in the tackle like there was you know they I really hate when they show these like 
oh, this guy is absolutely dynamite. Look what he can do. And it's highlights against the Packers defense, you know. Alvin Kamara actually, I think, was one of those. You know, that ridiculous play that it was like, um, you know, you see those videos of like an old army veteran or something. You know, he's like 104 years of age and they, they live out his dream by giving him one more touchdown. And the, the flag football players are kind of diving around behind him and deliberately missing. That's the way it looked for Alvin Kamara looked like a 104-year-old army veteran who was trying to score a touchdown. Like defenders just almost deliberately falling off him. Kind of a la Bruce Grobelar uh, when he was used to pretend to try uh, save the ball and then got done for gambling um, for Southampton. Anyone remember that? Bruce Grobelar, he's one of these guys who had Benjamin Button um, disease or syndrome or uh, disorder or whatever it is. Um, you know, one of these guys who looked really, really old. He probably looks younger now. I'd have to look him up on Wikipedia and make sure he hasn't kicked the bucket. But uh, yeah, look, and there's some other people as well that have been sort of hanging around Green Bay that really need to prove themselves. You know, the likes of Josh Jackson is really the number one. Oran Barks, to me, stands out. You know, he's talking about how he's a veteran and he leads people on special teams in his presser. We've Ty Summers, who's kind of looked lively as well. Um, and we saw a guy, uh, I think it was Cabinento. I think he came up with either a pass breakup or it was actually an interception recently. And I was like, oh yeah, Cabinento or Cabinento. Uh, he's still hanging about. So, you know, there's not a lot of players that we've seen their names around an awful lot, but, you know, whether they actually make the roster is, is anybody's guess. TJ Slayton is another guy. Uh, defensive lineman I'm really excited about. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're going to blood him a lot in this game too, just to see what type of havoc he can you know, cause, again, you're coming up against second, third string, fourth string uh, quarterbacks. We all know the sort of the madness that's going on with the Texans and all that, but it's not really about the opponent. There's a really good thing on Packers.com, by the way, uh, before all games called the Dope Sheet, um, which sounds rude, really, when you say it that way. Um, and it comes up with all these sort of stats like, oh, the last time they played the Texans was back in 1967 and they all had no arses. You know, there's always some sort of stat that you can look into and it's got limited value sometimes because it's, you know, it talks about games that happened four years ago. It doesn't really put the stuff into perspective, but by God, there's some... Uh, Really sexy stuff about Matt LaFleur, the lovely Matt LaFleur, um, called LaFleur leads the pack. And it kind of goes into the, you know, the Texans thing. But the Packers have a silly record at home in preseason games, which is kind of like the, you know, what's that, the the best runner-up prize or whatever. Like, you know, it's some type of award that no one cares about. Um, it's one of those. Um, but the dope sheet, definitely worth a read. Anything else we're kind of looking for in this game? Uh, play calling wise, they don't want to really want to show their hand. Uh, you've got some veterans who are kind of still hanging around and could be cut. You know, they're, they're trying to prove themselves. The rookies are trying to prove themselves as well. Most of the defense, you'd want to see good fundamentals. And of course, Jordan Love, as long as he doesn't lay an egg, because someone retweeted something onto the timeline today uh, about Ryan Leaf. And it was a preseason game, and it said uh, Leaf out Jules Manning in the preseason, which you're like, ah. You know, you gotta just just don't just that's the time that you delete the Twitter box, uh you you log off and you immerse your phone in a large body of water. You just can't you can't be saying that. Um, but it is intriguing, it's good to have football back and it it's more meaningful than people let you on to believe too, you know. I mean it's very easy to discount preseason and say, Oh, no one cares, they're not running proper plays, like the players don't care. Every single one of those players care more arguably than a than a regular season game because it's an awful lot of players who they know they don't stand the chance you know and they're trying to put some play on tape for somebody else to pick them up after they get cut by the Packers which is another thing that they have to sort of look at here you know like the, the players are going to be what five players are going to be cut 
uh, before next Tuesday. So, I mean, this will be their last chance to put something on tape, even if it's not for the Packers. So again, we can't judge the players uh, too widely, but we can see who has that sort of, that little bit of stardust, a reason for us to sit up and say, I like to call it the Justin Perillo factor, you know, there's someone who has it all. So you have to look at them and sort of go, okay, you know, because the running backs, as much as they're on the bubble and they need to prove themselves, they're behind a makeshift O-line, behind a quarterback who might try to get the ball out too fast, might hold onto the ball too long, might run around when he really shouldn't, you know, can't go through his progressions. But what they're going to be looking at, for instance, and that sort of thing is, is that when it's when they're on blocking assignments, to give Jordan Love or whoever's going, you know, Ben Kurt is going to be back there. Do they give him time? Do they block right? Do they pick up the defensive player that they're supposed to? Are they sticking to their assignments? Are they containing? That's what they look for. That's very important to the Packers. You know, they want tight ends and they want running backs that play low linemen sometimes. So that's what they're going to be looking here. You don't want to see anybody getting steamrolled like Jimmy Graham, you know, just like the rookie that was. Jimmy Graham. Um, so, you know, that's the kind of stuff you're looking for. You want to see Jordan Love's footwork. You want to see some progression there. You want to see when he has got a man open, he can spot him and, and hit the money. You know, things like that. But let's not expect too much. Um, and I see an awful lot of people preaching that online. The people you're preaching to don't... They're not going to listen, first off. They're not going to be like, oh, I hear you. I have got your point. The people who spout off the nonsense to be calling Love a bust or saying that he's, you know, the next coming of whatever... You know, it's people like that you can't, you know, they're not listening to logic as it is, so you can't really say it. So I hate when people pontificate too, like, oh, remember, you know, people or people do. Um, you know, that's you're kind of preaching to the choir there, and, and people just start feeling a bit vomitous. Um, so, yeah, look, we can't read too much into it, but, you know, if he did lay a stinker, if everything was an incompletion, the passes were way off and he was panicking out there, well, then, you know, it knocks a quarterback confidence and, you know, you can go down sort of a slippery slope. So we'd look for some mediocre play. So give us some mediocre uh, Jordan Love play and that would be fantastic. Otherwise, you're looking for the lads that are on the bubble and seeking to make anything happen. But there's an awful lot in these games, boys and girls, that we don't see and that the coaches are looking for. Um, but personally, I think we, we'll put this one in the win column, in the W column, if special teams don't give up a punt return or kick return touchdown. Um, I'll put that uh, down as a win. But anyway, some stuff to look forward to and our very first yeah, although it is preseason. Quick snaps. Oh, Jesus. Are you doing it? I can hear you doing it. That's how we roll. Anyway, that's the quick snaps. Delighted to be back with the quick snaps. And uh, we'll talk to you after the game. See you.